Hi everyone, this is Mario Selenas. Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gates Daily Podcast. Such a joy to be speaking to you for the first time this year, 2021, and to be bringing yet again another story from my life that I believe factors into what's happening in the kingdom and in our lives within the kingdom. And um, I want to say that uh, my understanding is that this is airing on the 6th of February. In some countries, it may be the 5th of February. Uh, but I'm really excited that uh, this day has come because it, this is a day that I consider one of the happiest days of my life. And I will tell you why in just a few minutes. But first, let me go back to our story and to one of the other happiest days of my life, which was just a few years ago. I was. Um, I was taking my middle son, Caleb, to lunch, our middle child. And Caleb has been such a diligent, smart, uh, very disciplined uh, kid in our, in our household. He has done so many things well and has shown himself in different areas and especially in this area of finance that I've been very intentional in teaching my kids uh, with Danielle about finance and giving them a financial education. And our son Caleb has done uh, better at different stages of his life than his siblings. And in this particular juncture that I found myself with him, and the reason I was taking him to lunch was to talk to him specifically about the fact that he had been earning a lot of money in these summer jobs that he had. He had two different summer jobs where he made a lot of tips and base income as well. But he was managing through his lifestyle to spend it all. And he had very little to show for it. And I remember giving him yet one more lecture uh, in this lunch gathering that we had where we were going to go and sit at the very restaurant that he works at. But he was off that day. So I took him to the very restaurant he worked at. And, and, and as we were sitting on the deck of this, of this restaurant right on the water that has all kinds of seafood and things of that nature, I started to talk to him and I said, Caleb, I, I have to talk to you again about this. You are pulling in about $1,000 a week. That's how much money he was making. And I remember, I have to, I have to say that I understand that in some of your countries, that's a, a, a huge amount of money. I know that that's what somebody would probably make in a month or maybe longer than that. But here's a 16-year-old or 15-year-old kid, whatever he was at the time, pulling in $1,000 a week from his summer jobs and spending almost all of it. And I was so frustrated and I was so upset because he had lost his moorings. He had lost his bearings. And in an interview that he and I have done together recently and put on my website, mariosalinas.com, we tell this story. And the reason why this day became one of the happiest days of my life was because of what Caleb said next after I confronted him with the reality that he was spending almost everything that he was earning. And I'll never forget it. Caleb said to me, Dad, I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of your lectures, is what he said. I'm tired of you talking to me about this. How much is it going to take for me to pay you to handle my savings account? And when he said that, my spirit leaped inside of me because I knew that what we had been teaching our kids from a young age was starting to manifest right in front of me in the wisdom of a 15-year-old that was saying to me what I've been telling them since they were little kids. You need to hire out your weaknesses while you're building your strengths. What are his strengths? He's a genius in the hospitality industry. 
Caleb is an absolute genius in anything that has to do with restaurants. At the age of 12, he was in kitchens cooking with the best chefs. At the age of 14, he had a one-on-one -on -one as his birthday gift with one of the top chefs in, in Cyprus. Uh, by the age of 16, he had worked in all kinds of restaurants. The kid is so smart and so good at what he does in the restaurant industry, but he wasn't very good with handling the money he was making in the industry. So what is Caleb saying when he says to his father, how much will it take for me to hire you to handle my savings, which is his weakness? It's saying that he is hiring out his weaknesses while he continues to build his strengths. And I remember writing my wife a text and saying, I am in tears right now because our son just said something to me that makes my life. And what he was saying to me is, I want you to handle uh, under, under contract with me. And the craziest thing is Caleb said, here's the deal. So he lays out the terms, right? He says, I'll give you, how much do you want to handle my accounts? I said, 5%. 5% of what goes into the account and 5% what comes out of the account if I don't approve of the money coming out. And, and basically Caleb said, he negotiated to 2%. I said 5%. He said 3%. I said 5%. And I insisted on 5%. So Caleb pays me 5% of whatever goes into his account his savings account, which I manage. And then he said, okay, this is how it's going to work. I'm going to set up my categories within my savings account that I want the money to go into broken down by percentages. Many of you who have heard my teaching ruling cities, you know how we break down our financial systems with Danielle and we, it's all percentage based in our savings account. Our, our kids learned that. So Caleb lays out the terms and says to me, I want you to break down the account into these percentages. I'm going to show you what I want my categories to be. For example, he's saving towards a car. He's saving towards his education. He's saving towards his future marriage. All of these different things are categories within his savings account. And I manage that. And then he says, I'll pay you the 5%, but you have to give me a weekly update and report of what my savings account looks like. So this is a kid at 15 hiring his dad, but it could have been anyone to handle for him what he can handle himself. Well, I got so excited and I said to him, okay, I'll make another deal with you. If you get your sister and your brother, Christos, his older brother, Chloe, his younger sister, to take me on to do theirs as well, I'll give you a percentage of what I make from them. So there's this negotiating and this wheeling and dealing going on within our household, which gives me such great joy because one of the things we've been talking about for a long time is keeping the money in the family. This is the family business. The more that we can exchange within the family resources that we have, the less is going to go outside of the family. And so right now we figured out we figured out the system. Sure enough, Caleb went, talked to his brother, talked to his sister. They came on board. It took a little bit of convincing and Christos negotiated the terms a little more strictly than his uh, brother and sister did. But I finally got all three of them. I managed, I managed all three of their savings accounts for several years. I still do Caleb's. And so within a year or two, Caleb had saved more money through this system that we established than Danielle and I had when we were 35 years old. Understand this. We were married for about nine years, less than 10 years, and we still didn't have as much as Caleb had at the age of 17. And that's because at a young age, he realized I need to hire out my weaknesses. I need to build my strengths. And that's something we drilled in them from a young age. And we drilled that in them for a young, at a young age because Danielle and I have been very intentional when the kids were little 
to give them a financial education. If there's one thing that I think we have lacked, Danielle and I, in our, in our growing up, it's a financial education. And the reason for that is because our parents and our aunts and uncles and our extended family did not believe that a child should be entrusted with financial matters and knowledge about financial matters. We were considered to be too young to get involved in those things. And I believe that was an error. I don't criticize them and I don't judge them for it negatively. But I will say I believe that was an error because children are financial geniuses. At a young age, they have the capacity to get and to understand anything you tell them. I'm not talking about complex derivatives trading in the stock markets at a young age, but I'm talking about basic stewardship fundamental principles that we are able to impart to them and to teach them the value of things, to teach them the difference between assets that make money for you, liabilities that take money from you. And so at a young age, Danielle and I realized we don't have enough money to have a college fund for them, but we can, we have within us understanding from our own life and our own experience to give them a financial education that will make them college funders. In other words, they will be in a position to fund their own education if we can't do it. And so we were very intentional about teaching them the, the thing about saving and investing and what investing is and what an investing can produce for you. We taught them about giving. We taught them about spending wisely underneath what they own and what they have in the, in the bank or in their pockets that they should spend below that amount that they had and the rest they should save, they should give, they should invest. And so all these fundamental things are things we gave our children. The reason why this day, February 6th when this is airing or, uh, or tomorrow for those of you that it's the 5th when you're listening to this. The reason why this is a very happy day for me is because on the 6th I've organized for a webinar for children from ages 9 to 15 from all over the world. And this has gone out. I have not widely publicized this. I have not sent this out to uh, on Facebook or any other social media. This went out specifically to those who have bought product from me in the past year from my website, mariosalinas.com. And this is my way of saying thank you. It's a free webinar. I'm doing this because I want to bless these children and to give to them a portion of what we gave our own children who today are thriving financially, all three of them in different areas of their lives. They are thriving because of the awareness that they have of the kingly grace that's on their lives because of the identity that's been forged in them pertaining to financial matters and because there is such a big part of the kingly that we're supposed to walk in that hinges on our understanding of and our practice of these things that we understand in the financial into financial matters and so I'm excited today because today is the day for me when you're listening to this that I'm actually doing this webinar and I believe that there will be more to come from this both training and equipping for parents and children, for children to another level of teaching and equipping. And I believe that this will be made more widely available and you'll be able to participate in this if you're not already. But this initial experiment, if you would, is with those who bought product from my site. And there's been an overwhelming response so much so that I had to upgrade my Zoom account. And, and I'm very happy today because I believe a financial education is so important for advancement of the kingdom. 
Uh, we grew up in church circles and in environments where, where riches were frowned upon, except we always expected the rich people to come and give us a lot of money to keep the church going. But generally, riches were frowned upon, as was fame, as was pursuing fame and riches. But I'm telling you, Jesus was famous, and he leveraged that fame for greater gain, which was to advance the kingdom. And the same thing with, with riches. We believe that riches are a vehicle through which we can money can say something, money can do something. And it's not something we should shy away from. It's not something we should despise others for having, but it's something we should be pursuing mostly through education and the advancement of ourselves and the development of our character in the process of learning these things. I tell you, I study finance more than anything else. I study the things pertaining to advancement in these areas more than anything because it is forging my identity as a son on the earth, but it is also testing me and challenging me and enabling me to enter deeper into the wardrobe of humility, to be clothed with humility continually about the things that we do have, and also to be challenged to grow in the areas that I know that I'm weak uh, in these in these financial matters. And so today is a happy day because today we get to pass on, Danielle and I, some of the things our own children got and grew up with to children from all over the world. And of course, there had to be protocols and proper procedures in place. I don't interact with any of the children directly, doing everything through their parents. And I'm in no way trying to take away from what the households are doing to train the children. But I want to lend myself to them. I want to make uh, compliment what the parents are teaching. And if some are not at all like our parents were, were, were not, uh, I want to be one who would begin to direct them in these things. And so um, I want to bless you today and to say that the blessings of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob apply to us. We are children of Abraham. And we need to stop looking away from these matters and being so focused on, on revelatory things or mystical things or, or things even in the Bible that are, that are the things we always gravitate to, like salvation and healing and miracles, and yet we're broke and we can't pay our bills and, and we have debtors calling us all the time. Those are not, that is not the kind of lifestyle we are to have in the kingdom. We are to be kings on the earth, resourcers, those that people look to for answers because of the wealth that we not just portray, but actually have. And all these things take process and all these things all these things take a tremendous level of education having to be ingrained in us. And so that's what we're doing today. And I'm excited for it. We started with our kids and now it's going to the children of the world. And I hope it will come into your home one day. I bless you in the name of Yeshua to prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Amen. Shalom.